All right, ladies, we got a full house today. Thank you, Jesus. So um, the guests that are here are um, some of our family from Acts 247. Um, you guys, every Sunday after um, this service, my husband and I, we join the rest of our family for house church and guarantee they know how excited I am about being here at the Hope Center. I speak about the awesome things that God's doing in all of your guys' lives and just the excitement and encouragement that I have every time that um, I leave this place. So hopefully my fire and my excitement is stirring their hearts to be, you know, to hear, you know, and just love on you guys and, and connect with you guys. Um, you guys have a family that is behind each and every one of you. You have a family that is praying for you and asking about you. And so just know that it's more than just the team that comes here uh, every Sunday. So today is going to be a little different. Um, the team is all going to share their hearts and what the Lord um, has. We're going to be uh, reading scripture over you guys. We are going to be praying over you guys. And we're going to have just a time of worship. So it's a little bit more relaxed and laid back tonight. And then at the end... A couple of um, the daughters here, we have Lucy and Samantha, and they're going to pass out some handmade cards from the girls' Sunday school class at Anchorage City Church. So, you, yeah, they made some, some, some cards for you guys, okay? And so that's going to take place after everyone's done. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to open us up in a word of prayer. And then I'm going to be the first one to kind of read the scripture. And how the flows kind of go is I'll be reading scripture. And then um, our worship team's going to sing a song. And then the next person's going to read. And then we're going to sing another song. So um, it's like I said, it's a little bit more uh, laid back today. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for this day that you've given to us. I thank you for the excitement um, that I have been uh, having and, and stirring in my heart for today, Father God. You know that I've been um, on my knees for today um, all week. I pray, Father God, that the Holy Spirit would just rule and reign in this place. That the ladies here would experience and feel your love and your presence. I pray, Father God, that eyes would be able to see you, ears will be able to hear you, and a heart will be able to experience you today. I pray, Father God, that you would just anoint this time, allow it to be glorifying to you, and allow these women to be ministered to, Father God, by the truth that's going to be, sp be spoken over them. Again, you rule and reign here, King Jesus. You are King of kings and Lord of lords, and we are here to worship your name. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'm going to be reading out of Psalms 107, starting in verse 9, going through 16. It says, For he has satisfied the thirsty soul, and the hungry soul he has filled with what is good. There were those who dwelt in darkness and in the shadow of death, prisoners in misery and chains, because they had rebelled against the words of God and spurned the counsel of the Most High. Therefore, he humbled their heart with labor. They stumbled and there was none to help. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. He saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and broke their bands apart. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his loving kindness and for his wonders to the sons of men. For he has shattered gates of bronze and cut bars of iron asunder. You guys... There are some here who feel like they are trapped in a miserable prison, trapped by the bondage, the brokenness, the hurt, the trauma from their past, 
But I am here to tell you today that Jesus has come to set you free. He has come to break those bars of iron once and for good. I am telling you right now, that is why Jesus came. That is why he died on that cross, so that you would be no longer in misery and in chains. Allow his goodness to set you free today. In Jesus' name.
when I think back, I cannot tell you how much God loves you and he loves all of us because he's given me confirmation after confirmation to be here today to share it with you. That he knows you're hungry. He knows I'm hungry. He knows you're thirsty. He knows I'm thirsty. He knows my child is hungry and thirsty. But what he wants is for us to seek satisfaction in him. To seek satisfaction through Jesus because he is righteousness and he came to clothe us. He came to feed us. He came to give us a home. Those are not bad things to want. Scripture says that for us to have a home to bring our family into. Scripture says that um, if we want to eat, then we should work. I ask you today, what are you working at? What is your mind devoted to? What is, what is your religion? What are you spending your time thinking on? And I hope your answer is Jesus.
Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing to you, my rock and my redeemer. Let your name be glorified through my words. Holy Spirit, have your way with me in Jesus' name. So I'm in uh, Lamentations chapter 3. start in verse 19. The thought of my suffering and homelessness is bitter beyond words. I will never forget this awful time as I grieve over my loss. Yet I still dare to hope when I remember this. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance. Therefore, I will hope in him. I read the, um, the NLT version, the New Living Translation. Um, in the ESV version, it says, um, remember my affliction and my wanderings the wormwood and the gall. And I had to look that worm, wormwood and gall up because I, I, in the beginning I didn't know what that was. And it actually means poison. So remember my affliction and my wanderings, the poison. The poison. Before Christ, I was an enemy of God. And I didn't know that there was the source that I could lean into, that I could um, trust, that I could draw my, my power from. Um, I just thought that this was my lot in life. I wasn't good enough to be a Christian. The Lord sure didn't want me um, because I was bad. And um, I just figured that I would struggle with addiction for, for the rest of my life because that's just what it was. That's the, the hand I had been dealt, and I just had to deal with it. And now I know that that is a lie from the pit of hell. I know that I don't have to rely on myself. It actually says in Jeremiah 17 that cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes his flesh his strength. I was cursed because I relied on myself. I got by just enough. I was just existing. I was dead. I was spiritually dead. I was emotionally dead. I was empty. Empty. I looked to drugs. I looked to men. I looked to money. I looked to women. I looked to the criminal lifestyle. I looked to shopping. I looked to anything to satisfy this hole that I had inside of me. Well, maybe this will work. Or maybe this will work. Or how come you don't love me? What do I have to do in order for you to love me? And the Lord said to me, yes, you don't have to live this way. I will love you for you, not for what you have done or what you will become, but because I love you, because I made you. I remember sitting in prison for the fourth time. I was facing 27 years to life. And I had lost all hope. But the Lord, because of his great mercy, because his mercy is new every day, because his mercy never ends, because he'll never stop pursuing me, he'll never stop pursuing you, he showed me his light. And I wanted it. I wanted something different. 
because I couldn't do it anymore. I had tried it a thousand different ways, a thousand different times, but it was always my way. But he said, let me show you a better way. And so I dared to hope. And every day he shows me how faithful he is. Even when I'm faithless, he shows me how faithful he is. It never ends. And guess what? If I screw up, it's okay. His mercies are new every day. Every day they are new. And even when I screw up, he says, I love you. I love you. That's what Jesus does. He reconciled us to our Father. And I believe by faith. And he satisfies that hunger that I so desperately want and look for. It is a satisfaction that cannot be explained. We are from an upside down kingdom. So everything that the world says is opposite of what the truth is in Jesus. So in Jeremiah 17, after it tells us that we're cursed if we rely on our own strength, that if we rely on our on our own power that we trust in man. It literally says our heart will be turned away from God. That we will not see anything good come. And that we will dwell in parched lands. But I found grace in the wilderness. And it says, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord, that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when he comes, for his leaves remain green and is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. Because I dared to hope in something that I could not see, that I dared to hope in a God that is for me and not against me, because his faithful love never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. Therefore, the Lord is my inheritance. And I will hope in him. There is hope, ladies. I promise you, there is hope. And his name is Jesus. The hope of glory. He is the answer to every single problem you have. If you don't know, go to Jesus. You don't know, go to Jesus. He is the only answer. The only answer. And when you understand what Jesus has done for you, when you understand that, when you seek his word, when you seek his face in prayer and in fellowship and worship by reading the word, you will you will automatically like you're you'll automatically just Worship Him. We love because He first loved us. I promise you, ladies, I promise you, He is waiting to hear your voice. He's waiting. Just give Him a chance.
a safe place. You should have no fear. The Lord wants to hear your voice. I just feel like there's somebody here that's
as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day has passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O oh God. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. Just want you to think about in your heart today just how beautifully he's created each one of you. And though this world has pain and trouble and sorrow, he is faithful. Just the Bible tells us to taste and see his goodness. And no matter what you're facing today, whatever struggle that is, if you just ask him and beg him to show you his his goodness, he wants to give it to you. He does not lack in any good thing. He gives it freely, and he's waiting for you just to say, I want it, God. Just ask him. So, just bless you, ladies. When we're not here later today, I just want you to know he's here. You just have to ask him. despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. So, I know that we go through a lot, and we get, we get criticized, and we get beaten down, and we get tired, and we don't want to we don't want to deal with it anymore, especially with everybody in here. Not all the personalities get along sometimes. And anyways, um, just keeping your eyes on Jesus, that's the main thing. Like, you know, when it's coming at you, just remember where your sights need to be set. I look into the mountains for where my help comes from. Yeah. I love you guys. I'll see you later tonight. So good.
Amen. We got some good worship, praising Jesus. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Uh, like I say, it's always such a pleasure to be here. I love, com- like, I love coming here. I love being amongst my sisters in Christ here, uh, my brothers that are joining us. It's just uh, an absolute thrill of my life is to come here. And, and I'm not just saying that. Like, I truly love coming here. I truly love, why I love coming here? Because I say it all the time, where two or more are gathered in the name of Jesus, he says, there I am. Uh, so Jesus is here. Praise God. We get a worship in the midst of Jesus. Yeah, praise God. Uh, so I just kind of want to start. I had a lot here, but as everybody was speaking, I just want to get straight to the point here. And I want to give you guys uh, just this treasure, right? Like, Scripture is a treasure. It tells us how to live our life. And sometimes, like, we can get so lost. And, man, I don't know how to do this. There's just so much that Scripture says on how to live my life, how to treat others, how to treat myself, how to worship God, how to do these things. And, man, it can just get downright overwhelming. It really can. Well, in 2014, when I was in prison, God gave me this verse that always brings me back. And this is a gift that God has given me, and this is a gift that God has given everyone in this room. It simplifies everything. It's a beautiful verse, and I'm going to read it now. This is in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I'm sure many of you are familiar with this verse, but I want you to hear it. It's like an equation It's like of how to be obedient, how to trust, how to love, how to live, all in this one scripture. There's so many answers in this one scripture, and it says this, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Trust in the Lord. It says, and do not lean on your own understanding. We've done that, and where's that gotten us? For a long time, I thought I had it figured out. And it got me to the same place every time. Places I didn't want to be. Places I could not free myself from. Rhythms of life that were destructive. It says, and lean on the Lord. And do not lean on your own understanding and always acknowledge Him. He's saying, "I I will lead you. Don't lean on your own understanding. Lean on me. And I will lead you through these waters. I will lead you through these hard times. You don't have to do it on your own. He says, do not lean on your own understanding. He's telling us that. It says, he says, in all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make straight your paths. He will make straight your paths. We've tried, I've tried to make a straight path. It was never straight. And the beautiful thing about this is that last word he says, He will make straight your paths. It's plural. So God knows that we have many places we're going, many things we're doing. We have family, we have work, we have ministry, relationships, many things. And he's telling us, man, acknowledge us in all these things. It's not God, and then family, and then work, and then ministry. No, it's God is in the center of all of those things. God is in the middle of all of those things. And without God being the center of all those things, it gets lopsided and crooked and messy. Yeah. He's telling, he's saying, acknowledge me, put me in the center. Like, I want to lead you, I want to guide you, come to me. It says, be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. And I need that verse every time. Now, I know I just spoke on every verse, but I just want to read it through. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge Him and He will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. I need that. That is such a centering scripture to know that, man, I'm not in control. I can't fix things. My circumstances are usually out of my hands. But guess what? God says they're all in my hands. Like God is calling us to Himself. He's calling all of you to Himself. So I was reading through these scriptures that... uh, all my sisters were sending and what they were going to be speaking on today. Uh, I just got, man, I just got submerged in the scripture. And what it does is it's not just for me to come and minister to you, but it ministers to me as well. Like, man, it washes me. Like, I need it. Uh, and this is what God was showing me in all of these verses. He says this, uh, and this is all kind of pulled out and kind of a summary uh, that I kind of put together. It says, 
This is all these verses together, just a summary of it, I believe. It says, He satisfies our souls. He frees us from slavery, bursting our bonds apart. He loves us with the steadfast love. God provides for our every need. In Him alone are we satisfied. The Lord always wants us to remember where we were so that we will always be reminded of God's steadfast love that will never end, the mercy that never comes to an end. He tells us they are new every morning and He is faithful. He is our portion. Let our hope be in Him. For we are all once dead in our trespasses, but God. But God made us alive together in Christ Jesus. He has saved us through grace and shown us His immeasurable riches of His grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. Sisters and brothers, we are His workmanship is what God says. He says in Christ Jesus, He has created us through Jesus for good works. Jesus is the founder and perfecter of our faith which He accomplished in His enduring love and sacrifice for the sins of all of us on the cross. He is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Let us not grow weary or faint or faint hearted for He is here and He is with us and He is for us. God wants our hearts to be in love with Him. He wants to lead us and direct us all the days of our life. And I'm just going to end with this verse. It's just a sweet verse in Romans. Uh, this is Romans 8, 35-39. It says this, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? As it is written, for the sake for your sake we are being killed all the day long that we are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. And then 37 right away it says no. Because what he's saying, he's coming back. Paul's coming back to this. He says, or nakedness or danger or sword. No. In all things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, no power, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Yeah, praise God. Amen. Uh, I'm thankful to be here. I just want to pray over you, you ladies real quick, over my brothers here as well. Father God, we just thank you that we can come here and minister the Word of God. Uh, Father, I pray that this, this seed fell deep in fertile soil, Father God. God, that they will not be robbed of the truth of the gospel. Father God, that they will trust in you with their whole hearts. That they will not lean on their own understanding. And they will acknowledge you in all things, God. And we know that you are faithful, God. And that you will direct our paths, Lord. Uh, so I just pray a special blessing over my family here. Uh, we're family. We're a body. We're all working parts of the body. Uh, so I pray blessing over them. I pray protection over them, Father God. I pray that you walk with them. You show yourself to them. You reveal yourself to them in a new way, Lord, every single day, Father God, because you want them to come to you. You want me to come to you. You want everybody here to come to the Father to receive rest. It says Jesus is our rest. Uh, so Father God, we praise you for this time. We lift your name high because you're worthy to be praised. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.